Hey guys, Nick Rodriguez here. Uh, I was just seeing the news about Roseanne Barr getting her show canceled uh, because of this tweet. There's a bunch, there's a lot going on here. I'll definitely share my ideas with you. Um, But this is kind of similar to, it ties into like what's going on with the NFL. There's, I think people get confused or don't really think about the difference between being an employee and an owner. Um, In the NFL, the owners have the right to make whatever rules they want, as long as they don't pass, you know, break federal law and stuff like that. The employee has the choice to not work there. And I know that sounds bad, but it's just, so far it's the best system that we have. But what those football players can do is decide all to stop and not not listen to the rule and maybe change it that way, but they could all get fired. Or they could start their own league, their own football league, and go play there. So it's, in a sense, I mean, it's it's a very sensitive topic, I get it, but in a sense, they're not being very grateful for the opportunity. These guys are getting paid millions and millions of dollars, and they are not the owner. It's not their company. The company has to have their own interest and heart. And so if the company thinks that not being political, trying to keep politics out of it, or or being political, however you want to view it, or being political and showing that we they want everyone to stand for the flag that's their choice as an as an owner and i think employees we get this confused we think that the company is about us and and maybe there's you know there's companies that are trying to do that more but they don't have to, even then it's their choice it's it's their wanting their company to be like that and you know that's great but the same thing is here like Roseanne Barr it's not her show I mean, it's named the Roseanne Barr show. She may have some ownership in there, but obviously she didn't have enough ownership to keep them from canceling it. She needs to own her own network or put her show, take her show and put it on YouTube or, or somewhere else. And that's her choice. You know, but she's just an employee. She makes millions of dollars, but she works for the network. You know, the network decides, hey, will you... any. Okay, so the employee, if they do anything publicly or privately that comes out publicly, all this stuff, if it's going to, forgive me, if it's going to negatively affect the company that they work for, that company is not going to want them working for them. That's just, that's the bottom line. So if you want the freedom, and this is where comedians, you know, comedians are going into a place that is not a comedy show anymore. Even comedy shows, certain clubs and, and, and companies are deciding they don't want to just let the comedian say whatever. And, you know, we'll see what happens with the market. But comedians have to realize, unless you own, unless you're the owner, like you were when you were doing comedy stand-up, stand-up, you're the owner. You, you can go where, wherever you want, pretty much. You're contracting with clubs and stuff, but... You're the man. You're the boss. I gotta sneeze. Ah, <coughs> <coughs> oh, man. I try not to uh, 
sneeze on here. I was going to pause it, but Anchor is um, the app that I use to record this is very, uh, it's not that great. And sometimes it like deletes what you have recorded and it's very frustrating. It's actually happened the first time I was trying to talk about this subject. But anyways, um, so I think that's kind of the big thing is, is the employees get it twisted you have to, if you want freedom, if you want flexibility, if you want more money and all that stuff, you got to get it yourself. You got to go out there and do it yourself. You got to start your own business. Then I suggest a book called The 21st uh, Business of the 21st Century or any of the Rich Dad Poor Dad books. It's by uh, Robert Kiyosaki. And he gets into the differences, different, different ways of making money. And there's four kind of basic. One is the E quadrant, which is employee. Another one is the S quadrant, which is self-employed or small business. And that's the majority of where people uh, land. 90 plus percent are in those categories. And those categories are not set up for to create wealth or to, or to have a lot of flexibility or freedom. You either work for someone or you work for yourself. That's basically what that is. So the other two are B for B quadrant, big business. That's where you have systems and you start creating assets that bring you money instead of you going and getting it all the time. You have 500 plus employees or partnerships, that type of stuff. Uh, I is for investing. Maybe you have a ton of money, you can invest it and your money is working for you. So those are kind of uh, different things. So anyways, back to Roseanne Barr, you know, if she's going to talk like that, if any of us are going to talk like that, we've got to be aware of the choices that we're making. We're making a choice. We Okay, so you take the bakery situation a long time. If you're the owner, that bakery, you can, and unless they change the law, you can decide, I don't want to make cakes for homosexual people. And that might be a protected, maybe in California only, but there's certain classes that are protected. Uh, like sex, race, you can't discriminate between, like a black person comes in, you can't not serve them because they're black. But as of now, I think federally, you don't have to serve homosexual people if you don't want to. Now that owner, I'm not saying should or should not, I'm not talking about right or wrong, I'm just talking about how it is. And Now that owner, if they value their beliefs more than they value customers, like in that case, they said, we're not going to make a, the gay cake, wedding cake. They valued, or, or they didn't think about it, because they valued that more than the customers, that all the customers that got mad and chose to not do business there anymore. That was their choice as the consumer. They valued, um, you know, sticking up for, for equality in a sense, more than the, the, the cake that they could have got from that bakery. So that's... That's kind of how that works. Now, NFL, if all of the NFL people that watch NFL, if they really valued uh, the player's ability to stand up, a steal, excuse me, then they would all turn it off. But they don't. They don't really value that that much. They say they do, but when it comes down to it, they're still watching it, so they don't. Now, the NFL players, they don't value it more than they value their jobs or they wouldn't go along with the rules as well. And so maybe, you know, maybe Ka- Colin Kaepernick, hey, you disagree with him or not, he, he stood up for, well, he didn't stand up for what he believed. <laughs> you get it? So 
anyways, that's some of my thoughts on that. I, I think it's, you know, we got to be really careful as employees. If you're an employee, don't get it twisted. Like, you're not the owner. Maybe you want to be the owner. So, there is a difference. And, you know, if you want to make a stand up and make a point and lose your job and it's worth it to you, I, thumbs up. It's awesome. Good for you. But you're talking about it's their company. They are making choices based on what they think is best for their own company. It's not about you. You are an employee. Um, and, you know, the best companies value their employees big time because they know how important employees are to them. Well, not all businesses are set up like that. So, anyways, those are some of my uh, uh, random, not random, but my thoughts on uh, that. So, I'll talk to you guys later. Love you. Peace. Hey guys, so listening to uh, Brendan Schaub's Below the Belt podcast, talking about the fights this last weekend, and he's talking about Wonder Boy Thompson against uh, Darren. Is it Darren Till? I didn't get to see the fight. Um, I didn't. I've nothing lately has really wanted me, like, got me to want to pay for the fight and watch them. Uh, when when it is good, me and my kids, we buy it, um, and we watch it together, the three oldest, and they pitch in $5 each, and then I pay for the rest, but uh, lately it's just not been, like, if it was a good card, I would have loved to see the Wonder Boy fight, but I'm glad I didn't pay for it, because nothing happened, <laughs> so um, let me know. I'm curious, let me know, either here, Instagram, or on Facebook, probably the best places to find me. Um, I want to know what fights, what card is coming up that's worth buying, because, oh, another thing was, like, is every, I'm really tired of, like, the hype. Okay, so, the biggest hype person has been, um... What's that dude? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's slipping my mind. Khabib. Khabib. So, up until his last fight, everybody was talking about how amazing this guy is, that he can just dominate and destroy, grab people, throw them down, hold them down, like, not just normal awesome, but, like, superhuman awesome. And we saw in that last fight that this kid who wasn't even supposed to be in there, you know, he didn't win, but Khabib looked horrible, in my opinion. A lot of people have different opinions on that. So, for me, the hype is not, it's not real for that, okay? So, now they're starting to hype this Till guy, because he beat Wonderboy and blah, blah, blah. Um, I, it sounds like, I didn't watch it, but I watched Joe Rogan's fight companion on it, and it sounds like Till... You know, it was very close, and he probably won. But that's, that doesn't deserve, like, the hype machine to roll in. And, and it's just, I'm tired of the hype. Like, I want to see some good, dominant fighters. The only one lately has been Connor, and he's gone. You know, he's off the planet. Um, but anyways, right before Khabib, it seemed like it was uh, Damian Maya was the big hype. Like, everybody had a couple good fights in a row, but everybody was like, 
this guy is unstoppable. All he does is take you down and then uses his jiu-jitsu to, like, strangle you. You know what he's going to be doing, and you can't stop it. Oh, my gosh. And so Damien's lost, what, the last, like, three fights. So, I mean, I I go back to the spider, um, Anderson Silva, and I I feel like that's one of the biggest losses of all time was him. Not necessarily the, the he was messing around and he got knocked out. I mean, I wish he didn't do that. Maybe he should have took that fight more serious. But the the time where he came back and he got his leg broke, that was kind of the end of it. I'm He was in that fight. He could have won that fight. Um, but he was the last guy who for a long, long time just dominated people. And so I, I kind of miss seeing those domination fights from people at the top. No hype. They just dominate. So anyways, this some of my thoughts on on the fight lately. I'm, I'm really I want to buy another fight. I'm looking. Let me know the card that I have to have to buy and why. Hey guys, so I've finished listening to Brennan Schaub on Below the Belt, uh, the podcast, and he goes off on a big rant at the end about um, the UFC's never been better, blah, blah, blah. Everybody needs to stop complaining about not getting the fights they want and no whatever. Like, everything that he says is true, but then he himself, like, in the middle of this rant, he says, I wish they would do less cards so we, we would have more talent on on the on the card or the ticket or whatever. That's the whole point, my friend. Like, we're not – sure, there's so much talent, but, like, even the last card that I was willing to pay, it's $50 now if you don't get the high definition. So $50 to the regular person, it's a lot of money. So I don't, I don't know if he understands that. You know, I'm making all the big money now, which is good for him. Um, I'm, I want to be a millionaire as well, and, and $50 – won't mean anything then, but it does to a lot of people. So the last card, for instance, that I was willing to pay, I'm not even paying $50 for it. I got three older kids who pay $5 each, so I'm only paying $35. The last time I was willing to pay even $35 for one of the cards, the whole card fell apart. (laughs) It was with Khabib, and, you know, and that card ended up, it was worth the $35. It, it, It was fine. But the whole point is, like, a bunch of the fights that we wanted to see didn't even happen. And so that's what people are talking about. That's what we're talking about, Brendan. So I'm sure you're uh, listening to my podcast all day long, but, um, you know, I think he kind of misses that. He looks at it as the health of the sport and all these superstars that we have and and this uh, division and this weight um, group or whatever, weight class, is is awesome and this I agree but you're missing the point of that the actual cards that they're wanting us to pay the the price went up they're wanting us to pay $50 for not even high definition I think def high def is like 65 um we're not seeing any cards that is worth 
paying money for it. That's that's the gripe. That's the argument. So you kind of missed what the actual argument was, um, but yet you agree because that's what you you basically said the same thing I'm saying right here in one sentence, but you kind of just walked right over it. So um, in my opinion, that's what people are upset about and not liking. So peace, UFC. All right, guys, so I'm starting to finish up my day. I'm almost done working. I was thinking about the Roseanne Bar, her show being canceled, and um looks like she's going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast Friday, which Joe Rogan's podcast is kind of like the hub of all of my um, podcast watching. I... His is probably the first one that I ever watched. So I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. So that'll be interesting. Um, But I was thinking about the Roseanne show. I never really... I watched it a little bit growing up. But I don't think it was... Like, I was allowed to watch it, really. That was, like, a pretty controversial show in my household. I was raised really, really conservative Christian. But I remember having the biggest crush on that girl, black-haired girl on that show. I thought she was just something else. I don't know what about she excited me. Uh, Her and Blossom were like, oh, and Alyssa Milano. Those were like the top. Oh, wait, and uh, Pink Power Ranger. Oh, my goodness gracious. But I don't. I don't really remember much about the show. I remember it was good, and I I didn't watch any of the new one. Um, Full House came out with <sighs> Fuller House, and I still have I haven't watched any of that. My kids weren't too impressed with that one. They liked the uh, older one, the regular Full House, but not the the the, the second one. I actually knew the girl in Full House. Um, her last name was Sweeten. She lived with the Sweetens behind my house. Uh, she would come. I think she was visiting her dad during the the summertime. And anyways, knew her for a couple of summers. Um, but yeah, I think I'm wrapping it up today. This will end the podcast. Um, let's see here. That's about it. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Wednesdays are good days. <laughs> Had some really good uh, conversations with some people today. Met a, a girl that worked for works for HP. She works in like the environmental, uh, making sure the company and different places, or different people that work with the company are going by the rules, and um, anyways, had a really long conversation about business and the importance of mentorship and stuff with her. She had a, she was just like a really sharp girl, um, so that was cool. I'm trying to think if there was anything else interesting for today. I've got, I need to put four new tires on my car pretty soon. If you guys want to... Uh, ever donate some money and stuff um 
my Venmo is Nick Yep Yep. <laughs> so, all right, guys, I love you. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you tomorrow or the next day.